You're listening to the Misfit Island Podcast. I'm Felicia Bauckham. We are two misfits who are exploring the intersection of social political issues, current events, and the personal development industrial complex. Join us on this journey of exploration, whether or not you're a misfit. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, Felicia. How's it going today? Hey, Najeda. It's it's going fine. Kind of a low-key day here. It's cloudy. It's been rainy all weekend. Oh, Reminds okay. me of being in the UK. So, um, you know, I, I don't mind that it, it the weather does this from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do notice that, that <laughs> desire to nap. And okay. I did have... Um, I did have a couple of cats in here napping with me, but they've since left because they don't like being locked in. So I'm sad they're not here, but I will see them again when we're done. Um, how are you? I am good. Uh, um, tired, but good. Um, as you know, it, this is like an adjustment for me with this new um, you know, organization that I've been doing work with. Um, I'm still, I don't know, I'm sort of like, um, I, I can't seem to, I keep noticing that I need to get better with my time management, but also it just seems that sometimes like, okay, just be gentle with myself because I think there's sort of like this adjustment period when you get to do something, when you, when you enter into a new journey, like something new. So it's mm-hmm. good. It's just that... <laughs> By the time the weekend gets there, and it's not even like a full time, but you know, by the time the weekend gets there, I'm just like, oh my God, really? It's already like the end. And I feel like I didn't get to do a whole lot of stuff that I need to be doing. But besides that, it's it's good. Um, we won't get into that much, but hey, um, yesterday's news with uh, Donald Trump being acquitted uh, was, I guess, I wasn't 100% surprised, but it was like, oh, okay, you know, well, um, it is, it, it's, it seems to be that's, you know, that's what happened, you know, and it's kind of um, disappointing, but I have to say I'm not really surprised. And I'm not surprised either. I wasn't fully following, I don't, well, I was like kind of surfacey following the impeachment stuff. But yesterday I wasn't really on the news. And then when I did check, I saw, oh, okay. Well, I'm not surprised either. And then I thought, well, all the more reason to indulge in this French show about a butcher shop trying to turn itself into a cannabis shop and all the hilarity that ensues that <laughs> I was like, that's my way of, I guess, dealing with things even though uh, it doesn't solve anything but rather than getting um caught up in anger or frustration about how at least to me it seems like the vote to acquit was really more pandering to the base and preparing themselves for 2022 and 2024 and so on and and not really they're, they're not about justice at all and that's really sad yeah, I mean, it, it is, it is. And um, like, even for me, well, there's a lot going on in my homeland, Haiti, uh, politically, 
And so in a way I've sort of like, I have to say I wasn't, and then also with work and other things, I really was not, I didn't follow much of the, you know, the trial and stuff like that. So actually I didn't even realize that yesterday was the day they were going to, uh, you know, vote, like decide the Senate had to vote on it. And I actually was on Twitter, but I was really on Twitter mostly for what's going on in Haiti. And Mm. I was seeing some tweets about that. And then I was like, wait a minute, is this happening today? And then I was like, wait, it looks like it's in. And so I went and I turned the TV on and that's when they had already acquitted him. Um, So, well, yeah, it's it's sad and, um, you know, but it's like, you know, it sort of shows how, what's important for some people, you know? Um, so, you know, a certain group gets away for the most part whenever they commit crimes, whenever they do something, it seems. So we just mm-hmm. have to keep, keep at it, you know? So, yeah. So today we wanted to talk about a topic that is actually, you know, I think it's important for everyone, but it's also, it's very important for both Felicia and I, which is around self-care and really choosing to take care of ourselves, not just at home, but at work as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, Felicia, you want to start? What do you want to say about that? Yeah, so I'm going to start off with what may be meandering thoughts, but they are connected and I will eventually get to a point because I guess I want (laughs) to lay the foundation um, about like work and the nature of work in general, work in late capitalism and neoliberalism, work in the settler colonial United States. So here's the thing, work is a central theme in our lives because it helps us eat and have shelter and sometimes even have healthcare and educate ourselves. And if we're lucky, we can also make a difference. And many people work simply to make money which I know in some circles is like, oh, the horror, but, but I mean, that's the real thing that we need. And some people are more focused on service, but they also still want to be compensated. Uh, but the general vibe with work these days leans towards this idea of passion and high energy and going above and beyond. And even what I've heard one company recently call white glove service. And it's all focused outward towards clients and customers, guests, members, even in the entrepreneurial space and coaches in particular, the focus is on giving and service to everyone, clients, followers, whatever, who might be observing them. And there's nothing wrong with giving and service and being passionate about one's job, but all of that can obscure the exploitation that's going on underneath and behind the scenes. The expectation to do more, well, benefits are being chipped away. The expectation that one should leave their needs and desires at the door or you know, literal or figurative. Um, I guess once you hop on a Zoom call, you should be leaving your needs and desires somewhere else. Um, the expectation that one should be grateful that they even have a job and they're getting paid at all. All well, breaks are shortened or people are timed when they go to the bathroom or they spend too much time away from their computers, or they're not posting multiple times a day on social media. And if you spend any time away from the hamster wheel, 
You're subject to criticism, perhaps even being fired or not being hired if there is a gap on your resume because you wanted to take some time away from said hamster wheel. And heaven forbid one chooses to be less visible on social media. And I've worked in the corporate world and I've had work at home jobs over the time I've been an adult, so almost 30 years. And time and time again, I've seen how much pressure there is to show up and to show up a certain way with a smile usually, despite the challenges. And many times it's as, it's as if we're not allowed to be human. The leaders, executives, CEOs, and whatnot can be human, but the workers cannot be human. Doesn't matter if we didn't get enough sleep, if we're having trouble at home, if we're just not feeling well, workers are expected to do more and do more with less as the saying goes. And corporations slash budgets, they lay people off and they expect, and not, not just corporations, you know, nonprofits do this too. Government does this too. But um, my beef has been mainly with corporations. That's been most of my experience. But they slash budgets, they lay people off. They expect those remaining to pick up the slack without complaint. Because who knows, they could be next on the chopping block. And fear permeates the workplace. I've seen and experienced all too often how powerless people feel, how backed up against the wall they feel, how one wrong decision can ruin everything, how discouraged they feel, even traumatized. But even after you've been raked over to coals, you're expected to get over it, shake it off, let it go. Which is one huge reason why I wanted to talk about this, self-care at work. Because there's a lot of talk about self-care out, outside of work, at home with bath bombs and bath salts, walking in the woods, a good meal or TV show, time with loved ones, all good and important stuff. But there's no real conversation that I've seen out about self-care or well-being at work while on the job. As people talk about mindfulness or yoga or a wellness class at work or on Zoom, I guess, in some cases these days, but that's often less about the worker and more about productivity and about doing more, about how much more the company can extract from the worker. And it's also about how the company can save money on healthcare and reinforcing the idea that no matter what happens at work, like layoffs or your manager yelling at you, just be mindful and it will all be okay. The focus is on how you can do better, not the company. And I'm talking about real self-care, dignified self-care, even if needed, subversive self-care. And I'm not proud to say this, but on the subversive front, I've been very skilled, in part because I never had the training or tools to stand up for myself at work. And the few times I did, it didn't go so well. And I've been trained to feel disempowered at work. To, I've been trained to just go along with things and accept things as they are. And in the new age or some would call new cage space, that would be ideal. The idea that one is somehow rewarded for all that acceptance, but that hasn't worked for me. So I've done things like taking long lunch breaks or escaping to another part of the building that was less stressful than the one I worked in or leaving early because I didn't want to sit in traffic, which was another source of aggravation. But you know, usually with the promise of logging in at home, which I did because I could focus there. And at one job in Silicon Valley, the first thing I did when I arrived was not to dive in, but to meditate on a futon at the back of the building, not to be productive, but for me to stay centered as much as possible. 
And those were the ways to take care of myself. And I'd also read or journal on company time because as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't matter what time it is. It is always my time. And it was my attempt at some form of self-determination to navigate life as it is. Okay, so I've got to do these things. I got to do this thing so I can pay the bills. But how can I do this so that I'm still a whole human being? And how can I do this thing so that I can take care of myself? Because goodness knows they're not looking out for me. Because if I'm not taking care of myself, not only am I incredibly cranky, <laughs> and the Jada has heard me be cranky a few times in the past, I can't yeah. do the job. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't do the job when I'm not, cr- if I'm cranky, my reserves have run dry, my cup is not full. I can't take care of customers or clients. I can't post on social media. I need more than, I need more than tips on how to be grateful. I need to be able to step away when I need to, to say no when I need to. And as long as I need, as far as stepping away goes, I need to be able to indulge in what brings me joy while on the job instead of waiting until I'm off the clock. I also need to be able to decide how I do my work and at what speed. And on the material front, I need fair compensation for the work I do and my level of education and paid time off. For starters, healthcare is important too. I have that, though many people don't, and they should. I don't need more rhetoric about being passionate and how giving is good and money doesn't matter because as long as we still live in a capitalist system, money matters. The money that pays for the things that support our well-being matters. Time also matters. So I advocate for less time working with the same or more income. And damn it, hire more people, hire, that is, more people. And without all the song and dance about with the interviews and resumes and shit. Stop there for now. What you got, Najeda? Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. I mean, when as you were talking, I was thinking about how, yes, it's sort of like we have a culture that is definitely telling you that when you're working, you can't take care of yourself. That mm-hmm. basically when you are working, there's no such thing as taking care of your your needs and making sure that you know you're taking care of yourself i mean some places i think you know that even some places aren't in, not even agreeing thank god i never had to deal with that although well i guess when i was in high school or even a college student you know working in these department stores and retail I couldn't eat at my, you know, first of all, I wasn't at a desk, so I couldn't eat on the floor or as a cashier mm-hmm. or anything like that. But, you know, there are places where people's regular jobs, they can't even eat. Um, and another thing, too, is that even with I'm eating, what I'm doing, and that's one thing I've liked to learn is that, um, you know, if I'm eating and I'm working, I'm actually not really taking care of myself because mm-hmm. from, at least for me, what ends up happening is that I end up not eating most of the food, you know, and then I end up pretty much skipping that meal or having it way later. So in there's something that you were talking about how uh, when you mentioned about we keep hearing about self-care or some you know, organizations are doing yoga and all of that. And it got me thinking about how um, I think there is this, now these organizations are like 
catching up to, well, when I say now, it's been a couple of years now where they're catching up to things like yoga and, and meditation. So they say, oh, I offered it to my employees as if it's, you know, and like you said, it's tied to productivity, basically, mm-hmm. not because I want you to be well, I want you to be whole, I want you to feel good. No, because if I, if I give this to you, uh, you are going to be, you're going to be more productive for me to make me make more money, you know, or mm-hmm. and here's the thing. And I'm going to share something that I think sometimes all of these people, most, a lot of the workers don't even have the time to even take those things that they're giving them. <laughs> yeah. For work. You know, mm-hmm. I, for example, um, prior to the pandemic, a couple of years ago, um, when I moved, I was in D.C. Well, I was in Miami, then I was in D.C., then I came back home to Miami. And in Miami, I mean, while I was in D.C., I became a Zumba instructor, so I was teaching. And then at some point, you know, and prior to that, a couple of years before, while I was in D.C., I really got into yoga. And when I came back, I was like looking for you know, somewhere to do yoga. So I was finding doing yoga at the park. And, you know, then I found out about yoga that this hospital, which is a nonprofit um, in Miami, that they offer classes, yoga, Zumba, and other classes of community. Guess what? Felicia, they're offering it to the community and their employees. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Guess who were the people that were in, the, in those classes? Because that's where I used to attend um, my yoga classes, most of my yoga classes, and all of my Zumba classes when I started doing Zumba, when I came back here, up until the pandemic. Um, they are actually offering them online now. So I've taken some, not really the Zumba, I can't do the virtual, but just to say, th- most of us were not employees of the organization and I wouldn't necessarily say it was a matter of them not taking it no I think it was because it was given to them but you know what they're many it's after hours first of all remember what you were saying so (laughs) you want to talk about you're not allowed you can't take your an hour and say you're going to do it during the day number one number two it's after hours. So it's basically, you, you don't get paid to do that, okay? <laughs> it's after yeah. hours, which normally, many times, either they're still in the office working, you know, or, well, that's when they have to go home and take care of their, their family. So this is just to say how, you know, there's this whole thing of like, you know, if how many of us, I remember when I used to work full-time, And that's one of the reasons I have to say when I really started, like when I was trying to figure out what do I want to do? What do I want to do? I was working with a career coach. And I remember I would be at work and I would think I want to go for a walk. I want to be able to work outside. Like if it's nice, I don't want to be tied to an office where I'm sitting down, which is actually something that's not good for your health, like to be sitting down for so long. And then also Having fresh air is something that's good. But this is the thing. We are put in a situation where you either choose 
you know, for most of us, unless, you know, like, you know, you're working for yourself. And even then, again, like you were saying, even as entrepreneurs, and Felicia and I experienced that where you're being told to constantly be on social media, you have to Mm -hmm. constantly be giving value to your audience, showing up for your clients, showing up for your, your potential clients, like, it's, it's, oh, what do you mean you're not posting every day? Oh, what do you mean you're only posting once a day? You know, so it's, it's almost as if, and then when you talk about what Felicia, I wouldn't be surprised if people are going to hear this episode and some people are going to say, oh, these girls must be, they, they lazy. Do they want to work or, you know, do they want to have a business? Do they really want to bring in, you know, you know, clients? Like, because we're taught that you constantly have to be on and you constantly need to be productive. And even when you're, you know, when you're on the work, when you're working, whether it is for yourself or someone else, the taking care of yourself is not an option right now. Or you're offered the option to do it, but you're going to do it after hours or you're mm-hmm. going to lose a long lunch break. So you better have your lunch as you're working and eating, if that's allowed, okay? And, but you're going you're gonna to do it off the clock and you're not going to do it to take care of the, the promotion is that your productivity will be much better for them or they'll tell you, oh, do you do, you do, do you sleep? Do you do this? Do, because do you take care of yourself? Do you meditate? Because you know that's going to allow you to show up more for your, to be of, of service, to show up for your clients, you know? Um, and it's, there's always something about the giving or outside of you, but not a whole lot about, you know, you're, you're like, oh yeah, you know, you're like the afterthought. Right. I've even been told in terms of messaging for my clients that it's not about me. It's about them. I mean, one of the reasons why I've been really, amen, amen. and I think we've, we've talked about this before in terms of like what our messaging is. I mean, when I've talked about burnout and I'm talking about it more as a social issue and in a lot of ways, a social justice issue instead of just a self-care issue and, and how I felt reluctant to even bring that to the forefront because, oh, I might get pushed back from other coaches because no, the focus should be on you and what you can do. And it, it, you can't control society. You can't control your workplace. You can only control yourself, but that's the exact same kind of messaging that keeps us all stuck in this place where we've got these jobs or these businesses that are overwhelming, that are eating up all of our time or sucking all of our energy and, and then we're told, well, you know, just write down three things you're grateful about or take more walks in the woods, assuming you can actually do that, depending on where you live. And, and but those are those are not solutions. They can help. I'm not saying they can help. I've certainly taken plenty of walks. And you mentioned the Jada about walking during while you're in the office. And I did that a lot in Silicon Valley. Um, a lot of people ate at their desks during lunch, but I would eat lunch, eat my lunch and go for a walk. And I, I did that because I needed to be outdoors and being California, it was usually fairly good weather to do that. So, um, and comfortable, not as hot as it would be here in the summer, but I just, I find it really 
interesting how this, and it's very much a product, I think, of this neoliberal mindset that the individual is responsible for everything. Don't look outside. Don't look at the society as a whole. Don't look, look at government or the companies you work for. It's only you and your, I don't know, your quirks, your habits, your tendencies. If you're an introvert, it must be because you're hiding, because you're shy. When introversion isn't really about being shy, but um, if you're, you know, if the job is, if you feel like the job is too demanding, it must be just because you can't handle it. It's not like the, the nature of the job needs to change or, you know, some aspect of it needs to change to make it more manageable. It's just, well, the only solution is, well, if you don't like it, just quit. But that solves nothing <laughs> for the person who quit, yeah. or maybe sometimes it does, depending on their circumstances and what they're able to get, you know, if they are able to fall on their feet afterwards, but the company keeps humming along like it does. Yeah. So. I'm, I mean, definitely. I mean, it's, it's true. You know, they, it's, it's, you're definitely you, what you just hit a point where you said that you can't do it. Like you just can't, they get on, you know, they tell you, Oh, you know, you're not supposed to do this. Or if you do it, it it's, it becomes um, a major issue. And um, it, it got me thinking that will we ever have a society where people are allowed to take care of themselves at work. It, it really is making me think about that is because in, in the, the thing is, is that even, you know, some people would say, well, okay, well, you know, you don't, you know, work for yourself, but we've even seen it and we experience it even as b being our own entrepreneurs. And when you talked about what you were saying regarding it's not about you. It's about mm -hmm. your clients. It's sort of like we're being, we're taught, we're being taught this whole thing that it's not about you. And I have to be honest that I fell for that. I fell for it and I used it many times myself. And where, you know, where it got me is many times is, is burned out, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then, and just to interject, I'm glad you elaborated on that too, because I know I went off on the weeds on something else <laughs> after yeah, I touched yeah, on that, but yeah, because this is a hot topic for me, but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely capacity or potential for burnout there because you're constantly trying to figure out or trying to gauge what these clients want, what these followers want. And, and, and it's like a huge guessing game. And of course the business coaches make it sound easy. Like, well, you, you just got to tap into your ideal client and what they're thinking, what they're feeling. But I can't tell you how many times I've done that. And for whatever reason, still didn't hit the mark. And then just ended up you know, spending way more money and time and energy trying to figure that out. And in a way, burned out from that. But I just wanted to interject there. No, no, that's totally fine. That's, that is totally fine. And this is why, um, you know, I've been thinking for myself that, you know, what do I need to do to take care of myself, you know, to, in, while, while I'm, while I'm working, you know, um, mm -hmm. because nobody is going to take care, nobody is going to take care of me, you know what I mean? Nobody, because if anything, like you were saying, most people, it's about whether it is working, you know, you're doing work for somebody as a contractor, which I do, 
it's sort of, or you're working for yourself in, you know, you're like, oh, you know, you need to show up for your, your clients or your potential clients. And at the end of the day, um, even if, you know, I was even, even thinking, if you're thinking as an activist, what do they say? You need to show up for the cause. Oh gosh. Yes. I know in the activism wow. world too, there's yes. so much potential this, for burnout yes. and, and that and pressure to give your all no matter what. And definitely. Yeah, that's what I've Definitely. seen anyway. Oh, yes. I'm not experienced so much, but I've yes. seen it. Yes. And, and actually I just thought about that in, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if we ever talked about that in one of our episodes, but um, since we are talking, you know, um, about self-care at work, I have to say, this is one of the reasons why I have chosen to never, well, let me not say never in life because you never know, but I don't, it would have to be differently or something where I have uh, uh, really avoid, I've been, I've, I've been avoiding working for a political campaign because mm. I volunteered or anything. I've never even tried to look into working because to me, I think in that sense, when it comes to not caring of yourself, I think that environment is toxic. I think mm-hmm. they, they self-care at work is really an issue there in the activism world, you know, and the, in the, you know, these campaigns, like, cause it's, it's crazy. I've, I, you know, I was in a relationship with someone who worked for in politics and for campaigns and whatever. I have friends who, who have done it. I've seen it. I volunteered and even then I saw myself doing even more than probably I needed to do. Um, but I was like, oh no, like, okay, I'll do it when I want on my own time, I'll choose, but this is not gonna be like a job where kind of like what you were saying, you don't do it, you don't make money. So it right. means that you don't make the money to take care of yourself. And here's the thing too. Uh, well, let me, I don't wanna uh, forget that part, but just to say, and sometimes what money, like you were saying, sometimes people, many times people work and they don't have health care. They don't have enough vacation. I mean, let's not even go with that because especially in the United States, when you, if you're working for somebody, uh, you are not, you know, maybe if you're working for yourself, if things are not, you know, you're, you're not at a certain place in your in entrepreneurial journey or what, you know, you know, it, you're not going to be able to take a vacation much or you're going to, you know, depending. And then if you're working for somebody, you, you're not even given the time, even if you are making the money. And sometimes you just can't even afford it between the, the, the what you're getting paid and, um, you know, and people don't have health care. So, you know, just to go ahead and finish up, at least, you know, go back to what I was basically saying in these spaces. And I'm all for activism. I'm all for that. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I have to, and I'm going to be very honest that the, to me, these things have taught people to not care about themselves, focus on the cause, you know, cause you're like, you have to save the world. Um, you're going to bring, you know, you you know, (laughs) like basically you could get sick saving the world, but you know, you're doing it for the cause. You're not getting enough sleep. You're not getting paid enough. You know, 
you're not mm-hmm. you're probably not even get, gonna get health care or if you do get health care it won't be uh, a good one because there's a difference you know some some of us have health care where yeah it's a great insurance whatever and some of us have shitty health care you know <laughs> and um which is actually that's one of my biggest issues as one who really advocated for um the affordable care act which is known as Obamacare by, by most, um, that is one of my biggest issues with, Ob- with that, you know, with Obamacare is that for those of us who are contractors, for those of us who work part-time or who are going through financial stuff and not working at the moment, um, it sucks. <laughs> it is, it, it sucks. Um, and so just to say that, you know, our culture, there's this whole culture of like, you either work hard, you show up, because that's how you're going to make a living. That's how you're going to make health care if that's offered to you. Um, that's how you're going to take care of yourself. If you can take that vacation whenever you can take it, if you're able to take it. Or um, you're, if you are looking to take care of yourself, if you, are, you don't want to work that many hours uh, then or you want you don't want to work hours you know without pay like additional hours oh something is wrong with you mm-hmm. because you know what you're not thinking about the cause you're not thinking about the titles you know all of these things where we're we get just so caught up that what about that I want to feel fulfilled what about the fact that I want to not be tired? Mm-hmm. What about that? You know? <laughs> what about a job where you don't feel like you're going through an emotional roller coaster where every day is different or every interaction is different or um, you don't know what kind of mood your boss or your coworkers are going to be in? That was my last corporate job. I didn't know what always know what to expect, especially if I was on call. And I was like, okay, well, someone's waking me up at 3 a.m. What is it this time? Somebody can't print a prescription. Well, before printers, there was a way to handle that. Why are you waking me up at 3 a.m. for this? Anyway, um, it's like memories flashback. Um, but yeah, so it's yeah, the kind of thing where where you're dealing with a lot of unpredictability and uncertainty. And yet the mantra or the expectation is you're just supposed to deal with it and this is normal and it's okay. And any needs you have just need to be on the back burner until it's all over. If it's ever all over, because I know particularly with the last corporate job with a local healthcare system, it was, it was, it never stopped. It was ridiculous. That's why I left. It's like, when does this end? When can I just come to work build a few printers and go home <laughs> instead of putting out fires all the time or dealing with nasty coworkers. There were a few of them. One of them has since been fired, but it, it was, it, it was ridiculous. And to deal with that every day, emotionally, it took a toll in some ways, physically, it took a toll, especially if I had trouble sleeping again on call, if I had to deal with on call, then forget sleeping. It, and th- this is, not why I got an education. This is not what I signed up for. This should not be normal, but it's treated like it is. And again, if you can't hack it, well, 
go somewhere else. But that doesn't solve anything. No, it doesn't. It doesn't because you're going to go somewhere else and you're probably going to find this whole thing, the same thing. And if you, if you start your own thing, whether it takes time to work out, well, usually it's going to take time. Although, you know, most people will tell you that there was an overnight thing for them. Many of people will say that, but just to say, even then it's sort of like, I know, for example, myself at some point um, when I became an entrepreneur, I was like, wait a minute. And I remember I was talking to a, a cousin of mine who's an entrepreneur too. And we were saying how often we realize if we are being conscious enough, we realize how we left the nine to five world. Although I know there is no such thing as nine to five anymore. Now it's almost like it's eight to five or nine to six. <laughs> um, 12 to 12 or. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, definitely. Or how, um, you know, it's sort of like people will tell you, oh, what do you mean? You, you're only supposed to work 10, so, so num- you know, this number of hours. But if you're going to work more, you're going to ask for more. Like basically, you know, oh, no, 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 you can't ask for more. It's like basically you're supposed to put in the work and not ask for more money. You know, but, mm-hmm. but I, going back to what I was basically saying is that you realize how, for many of us as entrepreneurs, we realize, but wait a minute, I was running away. It's like I took the nine to five culture of burnout, of burning myself out. I took it and brought it to my business. <laughs> mm, yeah, I did. I did too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Because I remember, um, you know, and then you know what it, oh, I just realized something like that. People glorify that. Oh, Yes. Yes, it's glorified. People don't glorify you for taking care of yourself for the most part. People glorify you for being a hard worker. I remember being a hustler. Mm -hmm. I remember one time, one of my girlfriends, things were not really moving the right way um, financially for me in my business. And I remember a friend of mine told me, she was like, well, Najeda, and she knew, you know, she was like, oh my God, you know, I'm so proud of you that no matter what, because at the time I used to, I used to send out an email. I, I guess, I don't know if I would call it a newsletter because I don't know if I, you would call it a weekly newsletter, but I, I would send weekly emails to my um, people on my email list, you know, sharing content to inspire mm-hmm. them and, you know, tips and whatever. And she was like, you know, I think it's so great how you keep showing up. And I was thinking to myself. And obviously at the time, I was like, you know, I took it as a compliment and everything. And I realized that, wait a minute, in a way I was hurting myself because I wasn't Mm. getting much of a return in my investment of my time and all the money I had invested. And I'm not basically saying that, you know, we always have to like, you know, make, but it's just that, in a way, you know, yes, I remember. And I think the night, the day she said that was that we were out. We had a friend's birthday. We were out together and I came home and I probably got home at midnight. So it was late. And I got, and I got on my computer and I was, you know, I sent the email then, you know, like five o'clock or something the next morning I scheduled it, but I stayed up late to do it. 
And, you know, so this is just to say how, and same thing in the, you know, what I was basically saying in terms of the organizing and activism in the political campaigns, people glorify. We have this whole thing, and I've said it many times, oh, we have to leave it all in the field. And I'm thinking, how toxic is that? Mm. That I'm saying to leave it all in the field. That's basically I'm saying that my well-being, your well-being is actually like the, the, the whoever, needs, you know, we were going for to win or whatever, that cause is more important than our well-being. Wow. I mean, yes, I, and I'm not coming from a place because I'm sure somebody might be listening and be like, yeah, you see, that's why you shouldn't care. It's, I'm not saying for people to not care because I have to say I care deeply about social issues. Mm -hmm. Just that I think this is where we need to set our boundaries. Yeah, it's good to have boundaries no matter what, especially about even. Care even mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, even with activism. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I'll just, you know, at least for now, I'll leave it at that. And I just thought about like that word that came up. I think that's where it's about us having those boundaries and which is about that, you know what? Yes, I'm going, I care about this cause or, you know, I care about showing up for my potential clients and my clients. And I also need to take care of myself. And I yeah. my taking care of myself a priority. Yep. Yeah. And be aware of all the people who make things look effortless, the influencers, the any social justice activists, any government entities, any, you know, uh, CEOs or, you know, Sheryl uh, Sandberg's or anyone else who make it look like, oh, all you have to do is this and this. And it's just it's so easy. And you just didn't flow or you just you just stay connected to the cause or whatever because sometimes in those cases they there are other people behind them for whom that's not effortless it's not effortless there's somebody taking care of the kids there's someone cooking for them there's someone sending the emails or the actual mail there's someone making the signs for the picket line there's someone on the phones doing the phone banking there's someone actually doing the work of calling customers and trying to make sales or delivering the packages or et cetera, et cetera. It's, there are invisible people. They're invisible because we don't see them, not because they're literally invisible, who are doing the work of the person who is saying, oh, but this is so effortless. All you have to do is just be in flow like I am and it'll work. <laughs> don't fall for that definitely and uh, definitely I, I think that's that is so important and I was just thinking um, about I was just thinking about what would I say like in terms of like what would we say and I'm thinking you know for both of us and I'm you know I would, I'm thinking for myself now too like what can we give like what would I do what do I do to take care of myself while I'm working and for me, one of the things that I've really, and I have to say, and I want people to know this, I still, I struggle with this, I have to say, because sometimes I can be so focused on what I'm working on, whether, you know, that 
I can like sort of like forget and I'm just like, I make it a priority. So for me, one of my things is that um, I take care of myself. Like I usually I go for my morning walks or I have a workout class that I do um, some, some, well, it's actually once a week that, cause I don't do it the, the one twice a week. I do it on Sunday, but unless it's an emergency or it's something that I really cannot get out of, if I have the, I actually don't schedule a meeting and that's even, you know, whether it is currently where I working to a, you know, as a contractor or I'm making an appointment you know, as a coach, when I'm coaching, um, now I don't really do much coaching, but I, when I used to coach, uh, I am still a coach. I'm just sort of like, I'm currently I'm not doing a whole lot of coaching. I will be getting back to that. Um, I used to like, I will not schedule. I'm not a morning person. Right. So I don't schedule things early in the morning. If it's something unusual and it's something that's important, um, I will do it. It's not like I'm like so rigid, but if I have, if once as much as possible, it's not happening. So I make sure that I know I'm not a morning person for me to show up. Really? It's not going to be early in the morning or what, you know, cause my mornings it's either I, you know, I need some time to, I, 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 you know, I know some people might be like, oh, you're supposed to wake up because I had this conversation with uh, some friends and my sister recently about this whole thing that you wake up at five in the morning, successful people, you wake up at five and you go to, you know, whatever. And I'm like, well, that's not for me because <laughs> at five in the morning, I'm still in my bed. And then when I mm-hmm. wake up in the mornings, I want to go for my walk and I really make sure my walk also involves taking a time and meditating in nature, you know, and it's sort of like this thing that as much as possible, I do that. Another thing that I'm working through, it's still a struggle is to not eat while I'm working. I'm trying, mm-hmm. this is like still a struggle for me. These are the two things that I can think of right now is to, sit at the dining room table and eat instead of bringing my food, you know, to my desk and um, working because I do notice that most of the times the food, most of the food ends up staying in the plate. Um, So these are the things that I kind of like do. And I'm very like, I will say when somebody tells me, Oh, we have a meeting, we need to schedule this meeting. And if they and it's my workout time, I say uh, I'm not available at that uh, in this like that hour is my is like and if I'm going to it's in the morning like I will not take I will not schedule a weekly meeting in the morning no mm-hmm. like and when I say in the morning like eight nine o'clock in the, no that's <laughs> even ten for me is sort of like, uh, it will not be a weekly one. Mm-mm. So yeah, so that's what I would say for myself. These are like some of the things that, these are sort of like the boundaries that I've been, um, you know, implementing and those that I'm actually looking to implement more of. Yeah, 
more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are those are good ones. And I'm like you, I'm not a morning person. I never have been. I don't know how I made it through grade school. Um, at least college, I could, for the most part, schedule classes. At, you know, depending on the classes offered, I could schedule them late morning, afternoon. But yeah, occasionally, I though I still had to get up at eight a.m. for an economics class or something, which was painful. But um, if that was the only time it was offered and I had to take the class, then that's what I had to do. So yeah, within reason, I might step up and do something in the morning, um, but not consistently. I've connected with, you know, as you know, Najeda, but I don't think I made it obvious on the podcast, is that I've connected with a pet sitting company in 2019 and had been doing a certain amount of pet you know, dog walking, cat sitting, in addition to taking care of my own cats. And of course, the pandemic did kill that, some, the, the business to a certain extent. I mean, granted, when things started opening up last summer, there were people who were taking vacations. And there are at least some people, I guess, who still have jobs that they have to physically go to. But um, so there's been some activity on the pet sitting front, though not nearly like it was before the pandemic. But um, I have had to struggle with the fact that as much as I love animals, there's just so only so only so much I can do. Like I I can't do morning visits day after day after day that I really get cranky after a while, after probably day two. And then there's also like there's been the occasion where another sitter can't take care of a pet or they suddenly realized, oh, I scheduled this, but I don't really want to do this. I don't fully know what's going on when I get the frantic text message, can you do this visit? And I've already checked out, I'm done, or I've got other plans, or I just don't want to. And I feel bad doing this, but I've had to say no, Um, Matt, because I don't want to help them out. I mean, now the other times I have stepped in and helped out, (laughs) but, and I do strike that balance. So it's not really a balance, I guess, but it's a you know, situational and and depends on what else is going on and how I feel, but I'm definitely checking in with myself and not automatically going to this place of, I need to help this person out. I need to help this animal. It's, Cause there's, I don't know how many pet sitters there are with this company, but surely I'm not the only person that they can reach out to. And so I don't have to be the one that shoulders the responsibility. And that there's also, I guess, even, and maybe this is a topic for yet another episode, but yeah, some of this stuff, the pressure to do more and be more is very much outer, but yeah, there's some internal pressure too, like what you alluded to or, or outright mentioned the Jada taking that nine to five mentality into the entrepreneurial space. So there's some internal stuff there too. And I know for me, there's that desire to please or feeling guilty if I don't do something. And I've had to grapple with that too, but then also ultimately had to go to the side of self-care and say, no, I am not doing this visit. Sorry. And hope that, you know, things work out. But um, so there's that. And then there's another piece where I'm in, I've got a kind of a work at home gig right now where I'm contributing a certain number of hours a week. And then there's this, (laughs) this one is easier for me to, to say no to, but there's a certain amount of pressure to, give more time. And I'm like, nope, 
And part of the reason why I say no is because there are certain things going on within the company and I'm not going to go into details because that's yet a whole other conversation, but there's certain things that I'm seeing that I don't like. I'm sticking with it for now for also reasons I'm not going to get into, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the minimum. I'm doing that, but I'm not getting, I'm not giving more. And there's no reason why I need to. Fortunately, I'm in a place where I don't have to. And that's not probably the case for everyone in every situation. So I do recognize that. But, um, but yeah, I'll see this message come across my screen and the forum for this particular organization. And they're like, we got so many hours on the schedule. Please take some. And I'm like, nope. Um, and from my standpoint, some things have to change before I even think about saying yes to taking on more, but I'm like, I'm doing the minimum and that's all you're going to get until I change my mind, decide not to do this at all. So, um, and then even with that job, if you can call it a job, I guess you can. I take a lot of breaks. I schedule a lot of breaks. Um, and I find ways even, especially if there's like a slow moment to, to just you know, I find something that inspires me because what inspires me is not what inspires most people. But, but you know, something that just that, that makes me happy, I'll get up and go get something to eat. I will pet a cat. I will step outside. I will do whatever it takes for my well-being and my sense of control. And maybe there's, you know, a hint of that too. Maybe I'm a bit of a control freak when it comes to stuff like this, but so be it. And I am, yes, I am willful and stubborn. I've been called stubborn in the past. I'm very particular about how I want things to be in certain areas of my life. And I will do as much as I can to make that happen. Now, also on the coaching front, and although I don't like the term coach, I still struggled with, still struggle with calling myself a coach, but for until there's a better phrase for now we'll just stick with that on that front when it comes to like social media posting I post when I'm inspired and usually it's something I've observed in another part of the internet that stimulates some thoughts and then I'll go into my collection of photos and create a meme in Canva and then off we go and does that mean I post every day or even every week? Nope. I'm breaking the rules, but so be it. And I'm not thinking about my clients and what they need. I'm thinking about what I want to say. Also breaking the rules. Which, which I think is very important because it's sort of like um, you have to be inspired, you know? And I think Felicia and I, we had that conversation not just recently where she was saying that she posts when she's inspired. And I was actually saying that actually currently, but I guess I can't say at, at this point, I'm not really sort of like in a marketing place really. And I've been like, I post when I just am expired. Sometimes I can go weeks without posting one thing. I tend to do a little bit more stories, but my stories are not even sort of my content. Most of my stories they're sort of like uh, memes that I share. Sometimes I'll take a screenshot of a, of a, of a tweet um, that I, you know, that resonates with me or something. But I, you know, I think it's so important. And one of the things, and I, I was just thinking, we do have this episode that we'll be releasing um, 
at some point. Um, so I don't want to like sort of like um, give too much. I mean, not that we're hiding. I mean, it's like it's a gift that we can share. But I, it just got me thinking about how Felicia, remember when we were talking regarding the lazy thing and it got me mm-hmm. thinking how, you know, many times taking care of ourselves, especially now that, you know, you many of us are working from home or let's say if you are an entrepreneur, you're working for yourself. If you are a freelancer, you're a contractor, whatever, you know, yeah, it's a job, but you know, cause even you're, entrepreneur you it's still a job it's not I mean just that you don't report to somebody but still um I was just thinking how for myself there are times because I was trained that you know work is like is supposed to look a certain way where now even though I'm still trying to it's an adjustment for me with you know, this current uh, job slash contract, whatever. It's sort of like, um, cause I'm, it's not, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not full time. So in a way, even though sometimes I feel like, oh God, I'm doing more than I'm, you know, more hours or whatever, but I have the flexibility where most mornings I, I go for my walk. Um, and cause I've had early meetings, I have to say, but it's not like a norm, you know, it's like if the person we need to meet, good thing that the people I work with that I'm work with, they're not like also into big early meetings. But if we need to meet with somebody and that's the only time that works with this person, so then we'll have like an early meeting. Uh, but it's not like the norm. But sometimes I'm like, oh, people might be thinking, oh, look at her, look at the life that she's living where she can just wake up in the morning and go for her walk and be out for like an hour and a half or two for her walk and her meditation and stuff like that. And sort of like, you know, because we've been taught, this is not, you can't be working and taking care of yourself. Like that doesn't vibe, you know? And I remember when I was in my entrepreneur, when I, you know, when I was like, when I started my entrepreneur journey, I would be home alone and I would have my time that I would be working. And then I would be like doing the day and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a nap. And there was a part of me like that's that, that what I was taught that I'm still having to, you know, unlearn that, Oh, what are people going to think you're home during the day and you're going to go take a nap? (laughs) Yeah. It's like this whole idea that taking care of ourselves during the day in the mornings is like a no no you know because you're supposed to do it at, like later in the day if even or in the weekends you know mm-hmm. so. yeah it's it's it, it's an idea for sure like it's reinforced even with television i was watching mm-hmm. a, a, an episode of grace and frankie and it's um uh in the season where Brianna's company that she inherited from her mom, it was possibly going into bankruptcy and, um, and Jane Fonda's character is Grace. She's uh, offering to help, you know, save the company. And Grace says she's going to be there by like 9am or something. I forget the exact dialogue, but then Brianna's like, not 10 and Grace is like, your company's about to go under and you're going to show up at 10. And 
and on one hand, I can see her point, but on the other hand, it's like, well, whether she's up at nine or 10, does it really matter? Maybe she will work late um, later in the day than if she did, if she started at nine. I mean, it, it's that kind of mentality where, well, or even if your business isn't going under, it's that you need to be, you know, hit your nose to the grindstone first thing and show your dedication and your commitment. There's so many, so many layers to both those, you know, that, that dedication and commitment and your passion, of course, don't forget about passion. And if, and if you're not doing that, then what are you doing? And that's the, that's the, the mentality that we have overall, you know, taking a nap, showing up at 10, getting up at 11. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> what, what's <laughs> taking a walk before you go to, I mean, unless you're, unless you're working out at 5.00 AM, you know, if you're working out at 5.00 AM, that's one thing, but you're working out at 8.00 AM. Yes. Even time of day. Yeah, exactly. Time of day is like, well, at this time you should be doing this. And at this time you should be doing this. And at this time you should be doing this. And if you veer off of that, then something's off. Something's wrong. What are you thinking? Who are you? Don't you care? Aren't you committed? Yes. Oh, you, but, or you're on vacation or you're not, you're not somebody, you're not all, you know, you're not working hard enough. You're, you think, or you're retired. I've been, I've been labeled that, that um, I must have retired already because it, um, for a long time, I did not, well, for a couple of years, well, I don't, I guess a few years now, I have, I didn't subscribe to that regular way of working, that regular nine to five. And, you know, it's sort of like, because it doesn't look the way, it, and, and, it doesn't look the way people, it, you know, the way most people are doing it, the way they've been told to do it. And, and when you were saying what you were just sharing about Felicia, it got me thinking about how, what you were saying about, wait, what do you mean you're like uh, working out at 11? What do you mean you're waking up at, I mean, I mean at, you know, at eight or you're waking up at 11? Where I realized something and I was just having a conversation recently to, uh, about how we don't expect, we don't respect and even try to understand that we don't all have the same, we don't all have the same rhythm. Mm -hmm. We're not all the same. Like to me, I feel like often when I say I'm not a morning person, it's almost as if I'm being attacked or I'm being told, or you just don't, you don't try, or you just don't. What do you mean? Like, I know myself. Like mm -hmm. I know myself. I know that. And when, if I'm going to show up as my best, not to say mm -hmm. that I will never show up as my best at eight in the morning, but if it has to be something that is going to be on a regular basis, I know that nine in the morning is not it for me. Mm -hmm. Because the reason why is because first of all, I know that I will not be able to go to sleep at nine o'clock. I even struggled to be in bed by 11, okay? So, okay, but, you know, I could still, but still, I have noticed, even if I'm up at 7, there's something about me, my rhythm, my mornings have to be about taking care of myself and just really easing into my day. I am 
much like I get really productive. That's when things start moving for me in mid morning. That's what it is. Um, and I have to also say that sometimes staying up late, I can get this boost where I stay up late and do something, but I'm mm, not to me too. One, of, one of these people that it's like, I have to be like, I'm up late, you know? So this is like, you said something. I remember one of my friends used to tell me, cause I used to be like, again, with the whole thing, I was trained. Oh my God, I'm waking up too late. And she's like, Jada, why are you giving yourself a hard, like, why are you giving yourself a hard time? If you're up late working, working on your website, working, you know, sending out a newsletter or something, it's fine. You don't have anybody to report to the next day. You sleep in. Like, <laughs> yep. you know, sleep in. But no, this is, you know, and actually I was talking to, we were in a meeting where, and we were saying how somebody else and I were agreeing that, you know, scientists, the experts say, you need between eight to nine hours of sleep. And this person was like, oh, what do you mean? I don't go to bed until two o'clock in the morning. And for her, it was almost as if, and, they, and then the person said, the other person who was there was agreeing with me was like, well, then wake up later. If you can't go to bed earlier, then wake. But she was like, no, because it's like, wait, no, I'll, I'll, what, I have to wake up at 10? No, 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 no. So she tells you, I'm fine with five to six hours of sleep. Okay. You know, well, well, hey, if that works for you, but I know for me that's not gonna work. You know, no, that that will catch up on to uh, up. Uh, that will catch up with me real quick. Me too, me too. I tell people all the time, I need it, at least I need eight hours of sleep. I need it because once I don't get it, whether it is that I slept too late and I didn't allow myself to sleep, or I couldn't sleep because I had something, or let's say. I'm not sleeping well, something's going on, whether it's stress or the full moon is bothering me or just say, you know, whatever. I, it, oh yeah, it, it doesn't take a couple of, like a couple of days later, it's going, like you said, it's going to catch up with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it definitely takes a huge part of self-care in life in general is knowing what works for you and self-care doesn't have to look a certain way much like your work shouldn't have to look a certain way either but neither does self-care so it really it depends on one's you know preferences or their their energy or their resources or you know where you know what's available to them and um you know there's this idea i mean (laughs) or um, advertising is just uh, rife with this is how your life should look and we really got to take the time to decide for ourselves how that looks and that also includes work how does our working life work whether or not we got the ideal job of our dreams if it's total shit or it's a dream job how is it going to look for you to 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 get the work done to show up to to do the work to get paid hopefully hopefully well, and, and then move on with the rest of your life. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. So, um, you know, I just think that um, this is like, really, you know, I really hope what I would hope people take away from this is that um, it's not going to be easy, because I think it involves an unlearning. 
Yeah. Yeah. Is, I think it is very much considerable. It is. Yeah. yeah. This is what our system has taught us. So I would just say if this resonates with you is sort of like looking to see how can you take better care of yourself while working? What type of boundaries do you need to be setting for yourself so that you make sure you are taking care of yourself? Um, not saying yes to everything, <laughs> you know, um, like, oh, let me say something. One thing that I did, I have to say, that's a boundary that I have for myself. Even when I was on social media a lot for, for my business, I never turned my notifications on to my phone. Mm. All right. Yeah, all, those I, are off. First of all, my, it, um, for the most part, many times the apps are not even downloaded. I download the apps and I remove them from my phone on a daily basis and sometimes several times a day. Um, but I, my notifications are not on for any social media platform or my email. So recently, last month, when I started this new gig, I started noticing that you know, I uploaded, you know, I got my, I already had Outlook with another contract that I had. So, um, but I guess these people, they were not as active, but I don't know, maybe I don't know if I had turned it off. But, and I started noticing like my first week or into a week, like my phone, because when we have one of our, um, one of the people that I work with, she's in Ghana. So, you know, it's a five hour difference or, or even sometimes I notice she works late. So she was like, I noticed that it wasn't just her, but I would be like, even like in the mornings or even if I'm out, like my, my phone would go like, beep, beep. <laughs> hmm. and I said, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, nope. Oh, oh, nope, I am not going to be on 24 seven. Even I am not going to. So even do I have to say, even during the day when I'm working, I mean, I tend to have my my you know I'm on my laptop you know then but still I tell like I'm like nope I I made sure I turned it off so just mm -hmm. to say you know that is one way for me of setting care you know setting boundaries for myself and, and taking care of myself because I don't have mm -hmm. to get notified every time an email is coming through for work I don't yeah I turned those off a long time ago. Um, the only notifications I do get, and it's not really a notification, it's just that um, that little, uh, the number thing. <laughs> There's a term for that, and I'm blinking on. But um, it tells you how many messages you have or whatever uh, on the, the email associated with the pet sitting, but there's not that many that, <laughs> that, um, that come through, so that's fine. But my, even my regular email, no, no, I did definitely not social media. And even sometimes I turn off texting and because I get friends who will go into these, I mean, I'll look at my phone the other night, actually, I looked at my phone and there were like 32 text messages from the same group of people. And I'm like, Oh goodness, what are you guys doing? And so it was good stuff, but still, I'm <laughs> just like, no, I, I am. I'm so not into this right now. I'll look at it tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, so we are walking our talk about this um, idea of work because we know 
Um, We know all too well how much it takes to, to create a podcast and to promote the podcast and to come up with topics and, Although you know, the topics we talk about, you know, have been fairly easy, either stuff we resonate with or, you know, the more uh, national stuff like the election and the interaction and things like that. But um, so what uh, we are going to be making a change here and we're going to go on a bit of a break. Yeah. And it's also because, you know, we believe in taking breaks throughout the day for our jobs from our jobs rather for ourselves um we're also going to take a bit of a break from our podcast we will be back and you will certainly know when we're back but we are going to take a little bit of a break and and um also give ourselves more of an opportunity for self-care not that this podcast isn't self-care at all because there's a certain element of it that is yes but it is also work So, and since we don't believe in the the power of the hustle, um, we're going to stay true to that and give ourselves time to, to, yeah, to give ourselves some space, basically. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. No, I'm I'm 100%. Uh, You said it definitely. It's, it's especially for both of us, um, it's, you know, we're all adjusting to new things and taking care of ourselves is, is important to both Felicia and I. And I, I also, you know, I think we even had one point where we were talking, do we want to do seasons? Like, cause you know, like, it's sort of like, do we always want to be on, you know? And I know for both mm-hmm. her and I, it's something that does not work. So we thought it's a great time to sort of like uh, take a break and definitely come back. And we already have we already have topics that we want to talk about um, aside from, you know, the regular current events that are I think that are just keep happening. Right. We are definitely mm-hmm. um, quite an eventful times around the, you know, in the United States and around the world. So, yes, definitely. Um, so in the meantime, people can connect with us. Uh, first of all, I would say if you just discovered us, this podcast, there's several other, this is our 12th episode. So you have other episodes that you could go and listen to. We would love to get your thoughts on, could leave us a review, you know, well, you're welcome to join us on our social media pages which of both Felicia and I we have our personal pages under our names um, on both on actually we're we're on Twitter Facebook um, Instagram we tend to use both of us I do use I have to be honest and say feel free to follow me on my personal page on Facebook because that's where I interact the most when I interact sometimes I don't really post as much Um, I mean, that's where I tend to post as much. And um, on IG, we're both on Instagram, we're both on Twitter. um, And we have our podcast page, Misfit Island Podcast, which is on both Facebook and and Instagram. So we would welcome for you to like connect with us on any of these platforms in the meantime. And yeah, listen to the episodes and um, and I hope that 
this episode really inspires you to really um, think about taking care of yourself at work because um, unfortunately, we do live in a society that doesn't make it a priority. And if you are given those perks at work, I mean, even though, like I said, many of them happen after hours or during your lunch break. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's sort of like, you got to choose. Do you want to eat? Actually, I just thought about this right now, although I know we need to wrap up. Felicia, did you ever uh, participate at work? I know I did when I used to work for the, inter- the in a, for a nonprofit. These, what is it? They, the thing they call it? These lunch, it's lunch like, and learn. Lunch and learn. Yeah, I usually skipped um, on that. I like to learn, but whatever you're yes. talking about isn't really interesting to me. So I'm just gonna go eat lunch. Yeah, yeah. Which for me, I'm like, okay, so you want me to use my lunch break to come and eat and learn? (laughs) Yeah, and it's usually sandwiches. I have a friend who won't eat sandwiches because they remind her too much of that kind of thing where they had these working meetings or lunch meetings or lunch and learns and they bring in sandwiches. So anytime Milton proposed sandwiches for game night, she's like, no, (laughs) because it's too many icky memories with that so okay cool great so yeah so we'll be back and we're gonna have lots more to talk about lots more um episodes to share about the personal development industrial complex and um definitely we'll be talking about current events and all the other good stuff and really as we you know we've shared from the beginning of our podcast is that we're very much looking at things on a systemic, uh, with systemic as, as a systemic view, because these are systems that have been put in place and that we've learned. And in a way, it's been ingrained. So it's really about becoming aware, you know, being conscious of it and choosing to um, make different, you know, unlearning and make different choices for ourselves if you feel inspired and inclined to do so as Felicia and I are doing it ourselves. Yeah. So if you know, personal development didn't work, if staying positive and being grateful hasn't worked, well, maybe I'm learning some of that might as well. <laughs> and and um, and understanding why the focus on gratefulness and positive thinking, not necessarily because they're they're not necessarily bad things, but why there's so much focus on that or why you can't get the raise at work or why um, mindfulness is being taught so much at work or why all this stuff is happening can obscure some of the things that really need to be addressed, the systemic stuff that needs to be addressed. I don't know if that made sense, but. It did, it did, did. okay. So then, well, Felicia, thank you. We'll be back soon and everybody listening looking forward to uh, sharing more with you and hopefully connect with you on our other platforms as we take this break yeah take care everyone and we are still around and please follow us on the platforms or please pop in and say hello and we'll be connecting again soon through this podcast definitely be well and be safe be well (laughs) 